Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about B2B marketing and product experience, how you can improve your sales. Welcome anyone to our show. Good people, welcome. Even bad people, welcome. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, you know. <laughs> uh, we want to share value. Everyone, uh, welcome. And I'm excited to discuss this topic with Eric. How are you? Hey, Anthony. Thanks for having me, man. I'm, uh, yeah, no, things are good. It's finally sunny. So, you know, and I'm still watching a lot of screens all the day so i'm good thanks nice nice why it's finally uh sunny uh it, it's not common to your uh region no no no. so in the, i'm in the netherlands uh, where mm -hmm. dynamic web is a global company in e-commerce but mm -hmm. i am uh, situated in the netherlands uh, and you know we just come out of a winter period so mm -hmm. a lot of gray weather rain and all that kind of stuff so finally mm -hmm. getting some sun yeah, nice, nice. Got it. Uh, you know, uh, from my experience, uh, nature doesn't have bad weather. Uh, it depends on your mood. <laughs> if you set up Absolutely. good mood. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the beautiful part, what we're going to talk today about as well, right, is the technology that can help mm -hmm. drive business success. Uh, mm -hmm. And honestly, that, that always puts me in a good mood, you know, ability to talk uh, people, process, technology. So uh, mm -hmm. very excited to be here. Awesome, awesome. Before we start, just tell more about your experience, background, and why you decided to take this topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm Eric Jan van Putten. I am in the Netherlands. I work at Dynamic Web, which is an e-commerce suite vendor um, where we have four solutions, a CMS, an e-commerce, a PIM, product information management, and uh, marketing in one single platform. So that reduces complexity in a great way. Uh, less integrations, one single backend UI for shorter uh, learning curves. Um, and my experience, I've been in the whole tech, e-commerce, product info uh, sphere for like 15 years now um, at several companies right now at Dynamic Web. And um, yeah, you know, we help companies mostly in B2B to use technology to scale their success to scale their business mm -hmm, mm -hmm. can you tell uh, how to differentiate b2c and b2b uh for uh yeah, yeah. if you uh, if you create uh, the right strategy if you want to yeah. uh, move forward yeah it's a that. great question and 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 mm -hmm. um in general what you're seeing is that b2b can learn a lot in experience from b2c uh, mm -hmm. But what is actually fascinating, if you take B, uh, B2B e-commerce or commerce, it's like four or five times the size of actually B2C in, in revenue, in, in money going mm -hmm. around. Uh, mm -hmm. That's not what a lot of people actually realize. So the B2B market financially is actually much, much bigger. Uh, services, custom products, bigger average uh, order sizes, all that kind of stuff. And B2C, uh, of course, has been here a long time as well. And B2B is generally behind in the acceptance of technology and uh, the focus on experience. And that is really mm -hmm. rapidly changing. COVID absolutely accelerated that in a great way as well. Um, yeah, we've never seen growth this fast in B2B, but 
it is just as much about experience um, mm-hmm. and b2b can actually go in a different way i would say it can actually go further because in b2b it's about building relationships you know you're selling based on trust you're selling based on uh, the experience you can show and technology can help a great way if you're a salesperson you can use the browsing behavior of your uh, prospects or customers Uh, for example if you see that a certain customer is looking at your absolute enterprise product all the time but then starts talking to you saying "Ah, i just need this light version of your product where would you think you want to go right as a salesperson or uh, you can automatically uh, fire the right kind of nurture emails simply because they looked at a secondary product that you're offering and that is a lot of stuff b2b can learn from b2c you know uh, email automation or marketing automation uh, using the available data that you can gather of your behavior and then use that to offer a better sales experience Mm-hmm. Can you tell uh, how to build relationships today? I, I know it's hard, you know, for example, I usually get uh, a bunch of uh, spam emails every single day. I get uh, a lot of a lot of spam on LinkedIn, on any yeah. other social media. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think most uh, companies, they have the same experience. I remember from some online studies that uh, usually recipients get plus 100 emails a day, but they yeah. read emails from colleagues from customers in the first stage and if they have time they read from others can you tell how to find this right way to uh, contact with them to reach out to them and get results it's a very fun question on that one because um, Mm -hmm. it is again about trying to build that real relationship right Uh, because if you take um, if you take all the emails that go out all the linkedin message you get there is so many touch points being created where people want to instantly jump into you know what i'm very happy that i'm connected with you how about a 50-minute call mm-hmm. uh, or i saw your profile and i'm sure that you want to sponsor this twenty thousand euro event of ours uh you're the right exact uh, element um, and i think that there is a lot of opportunity to try and build that real relation first which by the way can still be supported by automation which still can be built by uh, technology being applied because there's a lot of information available out there you know you can find information what kind of technology is being used uh, if at least front-end visible Um, you can find behaviors of people based on LinkedIn and then tap into that to a degree at scale Mm -hmm. Um, and that is where technology can still help build relationships at scale Um, Mm -hmm. so don't send the first message about hey do you want to buy something from us Uh, (laughs) you know build that first do you actually you know what Uh, Anatoly you know today we're using uh, StreamYard if I would reach out to you, hey, I see that you're using StreamYard and I think it's an extremely powerful tool, but it's lacking this little feature that a platform that we have, is that something you have an interest in? Is that something you can use? You know, here's a free voucher, which is already 
pretty quickly jumping to it but you can build on to like a couple of emails a couple of linkedin messages i see that you have a great audience you always have like ten thousand people listening in uh, i see that you're using Streamyard, and then you know build that relationship over time and then mm -hmm. you might be inclined a little bit more to try out this other solution right mm -hmm. and maybe um i'm not sure if i'm stealing your thunder on this one but uh if i have his name right uh tuto you know, mm -hmm. uh, B2B usually lacks UX. Mm -hmm. um, I fully agree. Uh, it's that experience that is often lacking because it's B2B is, is lacking behind on that kind of element, right? That they're, they're based on personal relations uh, and all that kind of stuff. They mm -hmm. are less, uh, that they're in behind in having technology help build the relation. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, you know, uh, I'm interested more about uh, finding, uh, you know, the right balance between mm -hmm. automation and personalization. For example, we can use templates, but mm -hmm. we need to personalize the message. Can you tell from your experience how to find this balance and personalize? For example, I can't uh, personalize uh, the whole day one message, yeah, uh, because uh, I need to reach out yeah. to many other customers. But, uh, you know, if I send uh, a thousand emails with uh, the same template, it doesn't work how to find this balance between them uh it's a tough one right so if i want to try and answer that because you know finding the balance is a tough one and mm -hmm. there are even players out there like gardner saying that personalization is uh on its way back because it's either too hard to do and being able to measure its success is too challenging they don't see the success of investments like that and i don't agree with that i think that personalization is extremely powerful uh, mm -hmm. and personalization can be seen in many ways um, it is about firing the right kind of message at the right time uh, in e-commerce that could be something simple as abandoned cards you know, I wanted to purchase something. I banned at the card because I had something else to do. I got an email automated like, hey, I saw that you watched this product. I see that you didn't purchase it. If you purchase this in the next 24 hours, you get an X percent of discount uh, on this as well. And I think that that is a great way of personalizing some of the message. It looked personal, actually, but I know that it was a system doing it 100%. And you mm -hmm. can take all that kind of stuff to, to different levels. Uh, you can do it for customers. You can do it based on browsing behavior on your e-commerce shop, your web shop, or other devices. Uh, you can actually have it triggered based on CRM available data uh, mm -hmm. and use that, right? Because if we get um, a new contact, a new account into our CRM system via whatever-ish uh, channel, we then mm -hmm. enrich that like it's in this kind of industry uh well let's say industry to keep it simple if that person then comes back to your website how about your website actually personalizes based on the available data you know mm -hmm. have a industry specific message have your products show industry specific products first um and that sounds sometimes very hard very uh time consuming but if you don't overcomplicate it, don't make it too complex, you mm -hmm. can get great results with relatively minor investments, mostly mm -hmm. time. Um, yeah. And that is something I would highly recommend uh, to do as well. Now, taking that to the sales part, the outbound part, 
which I think you also wanted to refer to, um, that's a tougher one, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but if you, I would say, spend real time on creating a good base list uh, and reach that how possible, that could be uh, that could be a human task, a manual task. And then you upload that list and based on that list, a bunch of messages can be personalized, right? Because related to industries, you can have an adjusted message. Uh, you can have different reference cases uh, being mentioned. So there's a lot of elements there that you can use. Mm -hmm. But it comes yeah. in with data in for better personalization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's related with experience. You know, when you, uh, I usually, you know, uh, for example, if I wanna learn more about personalization, I I read uh, templates. Uh, I I find templates online. I learn from them. Check out uh, their formats. I never use them because I know that <laughs> if uh, it's the best experience for someone, it doesn't mean that it will work for me. So I just learn ideas and uh, yeah. yeah. And the second thing, uh, it's experience. Just uh, learn more about recipients think how you can reach out to uh yeah to him or her yeah so yeah and, uh, and use the data you can find on it right uh, and there might be a human element involved to, mm -hmm. to enrich that but then you know if it has if you're doing this based on linkedin you can say something like uh, you know the industry now match that in the message in the outreach with the right mm -hmm. kind of reference cases uh, story uh, example you name it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, can you tell about uh, creating B2B strategy today? Uh, where to start? What to do? Because, you know, I often see when companies fail because they have no documented content strategy. They usually chase some high volume, uh, raw metrics, you know, or overwhelmed, overpriced uh, directions, you know, when competitors pay uh, a lot of attention. And, you know, for example, when I check out some marketing books, they proclaim you need to learn your competitors. But, you know, comp competitors usually uh, highlight their strong sides. If you check out, they get traffic and sales for, with some channels. It doesn't mean you can get results with that because you might have a different strong side. It's better to highlight your unique selling proposition. Can you tell more about that? So um, there's not often a one size fits all, right? So for every mm -hmm. company, every sector, every situation, you do want to find the best match to, to that, that has a, a success. Um, mm -hmm. you can watch your competitors, keep a little bit of an eye out on, but don't stare blind on them, uh, you know, because you can spend a lot of time on, on keeping a track of what they are doing. Um, but usually your competitors are not completely equal. Uh, either they're mm -hmm. smaller, their product offering, offering is different. They cater to a slightly different audience. Maybe they're a lot bigger, having different resources to their, uh, uh to their disposal. So um, it's good to keep an eye out on it, but build your own plan, I would say. And I would also relate that in B2B on know the customer, you know, have interviews, have regular talks, um, have your sales guys uh, to a degree give you the feedback on what works and what doesn't work. And based on that, you can build a story that can highly resonate. You can carve out your own kind of category if you're a little bit lucky. Um, mm -hmm. yeah and then it is also a matter of good marketing good execution because strategy is great but you know if you can't execute against it strategy means very little um, and then it's you know just keep pumping the right message out there and yeah. you build your whole strategy based on on a factor a, a series of factors on this mm-hmm 
Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I, I, I often see when someone uh, is, uh, you know, for example, uh, I think all businesses have their strong sides. Uh, someone is good with uh, filming, others with uh, writing, uh, the yeah. rest can create awesome pictures, you know, but yeah. if your competitors are good with SEO, it doesn't mean that you need to do uh, SEO. <laughs> yeah, of course, SEO is a big channel, but if yeah, you're good with filming, you can but also get... use uh, the SEO that you have, right? Because, um, yeah. of course, we do have to touch on SEO for many elements. And mm-hmm. um, what I really like about, um, so with Dynamic Web, we have one of our solutions, or actually the solution compacts that CMS, e-commerce, and a product information management. And there's a product information uh, element at play that so often is underutilized, in my opinion. Because if you have tens hundreds thousands millions of products sometimes the product information that is available in an organization is not used publicly is not used online mm-hmm. now and i don't have to to to, to tell you this Anatoly, you know because mm-hmm. imagine if you have ten thousand products you can instantly have like ten thousand product pages uh completely populated in the right way for an seo value right you have product Mm -hmm. information you have a little story you have the right keywords in there uh honestly there's a great opportunity to if you have that kind of information port it to your website or your environments and being able to use that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah agree and you know for me it's important uh to prioritize your efforts uh yeah. for example uh, you mentioned ten thousand products if you have no resources to promote ten thousand products then choose one product two products you know a few yeah. products or a few pages because uh yeah it's not good idea trying to compete with big brands websites with yeah. limited resources uh even if you have resources sometimes it's better to uh, spend these resources for a few products you know to get results with them to uh, occupy yeah. like i don't know top three positions on google that get most traffic and yeah uh, and uh, exactly. i always tell uh, uh, my customers uh, when they share oh i wanna promote these keywords and it's a, a list of keywords like a hundred uh, thousand keywords i tell them no way you have no these resources uh, it's better to choose where you have your strong yeah. sites and i usually check out google search console if i see pages that have uh, good positions you know uh, in the top 10 or like position 9 10 or uh, position from 11 to 30 yeah i know it's a big chance to get traffic with these keywords and jump on that yeah yeah okay i i I agree (laughs) okay Uh, i'm interested about um uh finding the right resources for example if you have a customer uh, who wanna uh, promote you know uh, from my experience i often get uh, the, uh reply uh, that we have no experience with writing even big companies that uh, have uh, huge value on the trade mm-hmm. uh, but you know they usually reply uh, i need to develop innovate my products i need to compete with my uh, competitors i have no resources with writing uh, can you help me with that and it's hard because uh, you know uh, it's better to hire specialists who know the topic can you tell how to find uh people, writers, content creators who can help if companies have no experience with that. Cool. Man, that's (laughs) a real tough one. Um, So maybe taking it one step higher level is what we are seeing with product is Mm -hmm. rich product data 
mm-hmm. uh, including writing, but also some technical data, images, videos, uh, because even a video, for example, of some technical alternator, dynamo, or some technical thing you have, you know, for the audience that is interested in it, it's valuable mm-hmm. because they can then see it and experience it almost online on the screen. Uh, mm-hmm. And just writing about it, this is a wheel, you know, how much info is it? Uh, mm-hmm. But that rich kind of product data can help leverage into product experience because all of a sudden you have that understanding of it. You can read about it. You can read everything about it um, to learn, is this what I need? And that actually can then lead into uh, better product experience, which leads into ordering, better commerce experience, and ideally also less returns. So it tells you how important it is to have rich and accurate product information. Now, to get to your question about writing, that mm-hmm. is tough. Uh, <laughs> but maybe you can also sometimes see it as a layered approach, right? Because there is always, there. there's probably going to be people in your organization that do know the products and that can mm-hmm. talk about it, that can write about it to a degree. Their writing might suck, but then, mm-hmm. you know, get them to be interviewed, uh, a, a meeting almost like this. And then you can transcribe and then you can find the right kind of people out there. Could be freelancers. Uh, You could consider hiring the right kind of people. Um, But there is a value in finding people that can write about your industry, the products. Um, Because they will know um, what they are talking about. Myself as well, uh, we wanted uh, some deeper content about product information management. Um, and to a degree, we took it from inside, but we also hired an outside consultant who's very experienced and therefore more more financially uh, inclined, but an experienced person that is not cheap, but that person is writing great stuff. Mm-hmm. So d- yeah. don't cheap out on this one. Yeah, totally. Uh, I couldn't agree more with that because, you know, when you're looking for a better price, or a cheapest price, you you you've already failed, you know, with results yeah. <laughs> because yeah. experts uh, know uh, how to charge. They uh, know how to estimate their experience, and uh, yeah, it's better to uh, cooperate with experts. Find a list of experts. For example, uh, I can share how we did it for one project. Mm-hmm. Um, we spent three months. Uh, we found. Um, a list of bloggers uh, who write on uh, many uh, related uh, blo- uh, uh, publications, websites. We check out their metrics like comments, shares uh, mm-hmm. uh, on social media, uh, uh, SEO traffic. And after that, uh, we got at least uh, like 100 uh, bloggers. We reached out to them, uh, sent the message. 50% of them didn't reply. 45% charged uh crazy price you know yeah mm-hmm. real crazy price but five percent of them uh they uh replied to us with good price good conditions not cheap it's not comparing to upwork or any other places but uh that was good price you know yeah and, uh, people, yeah so yeah and it took three months to find only uh if i remember correctly uh two people because uh we cooperated with two people uh and yeah and spent uh it's like more than a year to cooperate with them give them tasks so yeah it takes yeah. time efforts but <laughs> you can get high results with people who can write about your topic yeah quality is everything on something like that 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, of course, there's a little bit with SEO. There's a two element part to it, right? Because um, let's say discussable quality and quantity for purely SEO purposes usually do go further mm -hmm. than I like it to go. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, the machines are getting smarter. Uh, and then you should also, of course, write for the people, not only mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. uh, the technology. So yeah, uh, mm -hmm. going quality is always a good step. Mm -hmm. uh, I found on your LinkedIn profile uh, that uh, you are a data-driven marketer with a focus on building and working with a great team. Can you tell more about that? Uh, how to find the right data today and to build this team? <laughs> very, very fun. Uh, because, yeah, I, I love technology. Uh, and I'm a mm -hmm. big fan of people, process, technology, framework, uh, methodology. So... What I prefer is that marketing is an integral part of the sales organization. Uh, and we can. Uh, that marketing truly can be and should be part of it. So I usually try to make uh, marketing a part of the revenue kind of targets. Um, and that means is we also need the right kind of data to really get there. And that means is we need from the sources that we use, um, so that could be our own email, that could be LinkedIn, that could be Facebook, that could be uh, other channels that we have to our disposal. And when, in our case, it's about demand generation, when we convert people, it needs to go into our CRM and it needs to contain all the necessary information, uh, which is a little bit high level for us. Is it, of course, what did they convert on? Which campaign, which asset, which something? uh what was the channel involved on this one was it facebook linkedin um, our own email or our partners emails or something like that and all that data goes into our crm and then we have the logic in the crm where we can track all that towards an opportunity and if we can track it to an opportunity we can track it to a deal um, and based on that we have closed loop end to end give it a name but we can see which campaigns are delivering opportunities. We can see uh, that based on the regions we are in, uh, the campaigns, the channels, it's slicing and dicing the data anyway that works for us. Um, mm -hmm. And that sometimes sounds tough to do, but honestly, it really doesn't have to be. Um, mm -hmm. But you need to kind of write setup for that. And that is not a hard thing to do these days. Mm -hmm. um, so that's part one that that already gets our, you know, our data driven because now we know uh, to a high degree what gets us money uh, and what is really costing us money. And you can apply this mm -hmm. in e-commerce actually just as much in B2C, in B2B, doesn't matter. You can apply this logic just as easily. Uh, and actually for e-commerce, there's plenty of tools and solutions out there. Uh, like dynamic web, but also others that can tell you exactly which mm -hmm. activities deliver you results. Um, mm -hmm. Then the team part. Um, that differs, of course, uh, very much on the organization, the maturity, the regions, the, the, the size, the focus. Um, but I usually like to build a team that is... Uh, when it's an international organization, uh, where most of my personal experience is, is to build a central organization that takes care of corporate things, uh, content, uh, awareness, 
operations. Um, those would be corporate elements. And then there is an, uh, a regional approach, a field marketing approach that take care of the local relations, the local activities, and also the localization, which is more than translation. Um, and I like that kind of setup. It's it's scalable, um, and it gives the right kind of quality where needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Valuable. Uh, can you tell more about technical aspect to find and collect uh, the right data? Uh, how to do it? Yeah. Um, so as, as as shared earlier, right? So if we go back mm -hmm. to that closed loop um, from a marketing perspective. The first, uh, in our case, by the way, because there's different approaches to that as well. But if you go with something like first touch point attribution model, that first touch point is, or any touch point a customer or prospect does is important to track as much to a degree as you can. Um, mm -hmm. And then also try and enrich that kind of data along the way. So on the capturing of the initial touch point, uh, we keep it, in my opinion, uh, relatively modest. Um, we use UTM information combined with uh, which channel. Uh, part of that is hard-coded. Uh, part of that comes based on the UTM information. Um, and that gives us already the initial touch points. That gives us the channels, the campaigns, uh, and which content was involved. Uh, we also track the URL a little bit as a backup. Uh, we also track countries so that we can see are all the countries we are in uh, continuously delivering up to where they should. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, the extra fun one is, of course, the additional data. Because when it is a new person, a new account, a new company in our system, it gets created automatically. Um, it gets routed based on the location to the right sales person. Um, if it's new, it goes to inside sales. Um, if it's existing, it goes to an existing sales when still owned. Um, mm -hmm. And then we do an element of enriching of the account data. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and we have plugins for that, but there's many solutions out there that can uh, do this. But we enrich with uh, NACE codes, uh, financial information, uh, company information that, that we can get our hands on. Uh, mm -hmm. And then sometimes there's less structural elements uh, that we also use, like BuildWidth, which is front-end. Uh, you can see which front-end technology companies are using, and we can use that to uh, use for specific campaigns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. I think, yeah, the era of lazy marketers is that, you know, <laughs> marketers should find many different various solutions, you know, before jumping. Uh, well, if, you uh, know, there, 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 there's two ways on that. Either you can pump a ridiculous amount of money into advertising, uh, which is not mm -hmm. a bad and a very nice to do thing as well. Um, or you have to be smarter up about it. And then the smarter part, in my uh, opinion, comes down to process and technology mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh i found on your linkedin profile one more time mm -hmm. uh, that you always see opportunities to increase marketing performance and efficiencies yeah. can you yeah. uh, unhide it how to absolutely find absolutely so here is again where the, the 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 people process technology comes in um because depending on the organization uh, there's often a lot of elements that you can use to to make organizations go faster um, 
on the processing technology it is about what i just exampled um routing leads to the right kind of organization right there's plenty of of organizations out there that have everything come into the info ad box uh, and then someone manually needs to route that you know if you automate that you get rid of human error you get rid of human delay um you don't have to get rid of the person doing that but you can use that person to do something smarter so that's mm -hmm. one simple example of using it more efficient uh, if you use and apply that to to e-commerce as well there is a, there are a lot of interesting companies out there that also have separate order systems they have their erp with stock information they have their e-commerce uh, that of course sells the products but they don't have them connected so there are situations where people need to manually correct stock levels they manually need to shoot in the order into their erp technology can help with that making it more efficient and use the people to do something smarter do something better because these days in many regions uh, also getting people is really hard right because in the netherlands at least we have an unemployment rate of like three and a bit percent so it's a very overheated market mm -hmm. um, so you better use people in a smart way mm -hmm. um, and that's some of the, the the efficiency as well then maybe in a simpler example um, if you have an international organization with people everywhere simply creating plans create a year plan that is a direction um, work it out that it supports the business values the business goals uh, and then drill it down to quarterly plans and then the quarterly plans come really down almost to execute against and those can mm -hmm. be as simple as what are you doing uh, why are you doing it what is the goal what is it going to cost us uh, and when is it going to be delivered um, mm -hmm. And then it becomes for a quarter an execution game. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. And you know, uh, I check out one more thing on your LinkedIn profile <laughs> about <laughs> about motivation uh, to motivate a team. Uh, you know, you mentioned a few times that you have an international team and you cooperate with different cultures, uh, customs. Can you tell how to motivate them? How to unite them with a cohesive goal to go ahead? Yeah um it's not always easy it can be tough um but it is about the, the 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 people right and and we can only have success if we work together um what i've seen in the past uh well before dynamic web um is that i inherited an international organization an international marketing team where all communication had to go through the owner of marketing um, and i don't know why that was was it distrust was it i i don't know what the reason was um, but i much more liked it to basically push everyone in the foreground uh, it made everyone go faster it made everyone more visible uh, and please only to see me when I should be aware of it uh, or when something needs to be escalated where escalation is not a bad thing per se by the way it's often perceived as that but it doesn't have to be um, mm -hmm. so push people forward um, 
to 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 shine because if they do well honestly the points go up anyway so you get those kind of elements in play as well but mm -hmm. i would say that uh, push people forward um, and give space to make mistakes of course when you kind of see mm -hmm. someone moving in a direction where they would delete your complete crm system then please stop them in time <laughs> uh, but if it's something that is manageable then have them make the mistake you know learn from it mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that totally. that can work absolutely great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, failing only brings a new experience. And I like the quote from Elon yeah. Musk. And he, and he said to his team, you know, if you uh, don't make mistake, you are not uh, innovative enough, you know. So <laughs> we need yeah, to make like mistakes it. to learn from that. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. it's absolutely uh, true. It's a very good element. Uh, what do you think about AI today, artificial intelligence? Uh, do we need to use it to adapt today? Because, you know, when uh, I speak with AI specialists, they usually tell if you don't consider today, you will lose tomorrow. What do you think about that? Um, <laughs> um, I feel I have a, a little bit of an opinion about uh, AI um, because I think mm -hmm. a lot of AIs are nothing more than uh, machine learning, ML, um, mm -hmm. but they're put into AI kind of marketing. Um, mm -hmm. I think that it can be truly impressive how it could be used, what is possible with it. But I think it is not used enough in a true way. Yes, mm -hmm. it can be used to 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 classify images. Uh, yes, it can be used to help with content. Um, but where is the AI that actually gets the email delivered exactly at the right moment, so that my open and click rate really goes up? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it just doesn't seem to exist for real yet, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's a good way because, well, otherwise we will all serve the big matrix overlord. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think that uh, for for AI, I think there is a real opportunity ahead, mostly mm -hmm. from a machine learning perspective. But people should also not underestimate how much data is truly needed to mm -hmm. to make it usable. You know, if you are a mid-sized uh even digital mature organization there's a big chance you just don't have enough data to make machine learning truly work for you uh, mm -hmm. so you know it's a different story of course when you're talking insurance with millions of customers then then you might start to play with enough data mm -hmm. yeah well explained love it uh okay i have the final question uh what do you think the best way uh, probably yeah we have no the best way how to learn uh about b2b marketing today uh if someone wanna be an expert like you <laughs> well thanks <clears throat> i think there's a couple elements uh to this one i would say be hungry be mm -hmm. trying stuff out learn fast fail fast learn even faster <clears throat> but uh for sure you know stay stay hungry read the right kind of articles uh, read mm -hmm. analyst reports, uh, depending on the market you are in, but stay hungry, stay curious, uh, and try stuff out. I think that that is one of the most basic elements to, to, to do. So yeah, curiosity. Uh, so stay curious, uh, stay hungry and go the extra mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Uh, I, uh, 
uh, read an interview interview with Cristiano Ronaldo and he mentioned that he is always hungry. <laughs> he got all rewards in the world, you know. He got everything, but he's hungry, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, yeah. go further, go faster, try stuff out, read. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you can still do that in a normal work week, usually. Yes, you might be needed to read a, a book uh, extra or an article on a Saturday uh mm-hmm. or or read or write a blog post at that eight in the evening or nine or whatever uh, mm-hmm. but if you stay curious because the industries that i've been in is fast moving it's technology um, but if you stay curious and you go and stay hungry and you go that extra mile i think that that is something that can help bring success Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, Eric. Thanks a lot for taking your time for sharing all these valuable insights. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yeah, sounds uh, really good. Just find me on my uh, LinkedIn profile. Um, otherwise, send me an, uh, an email, uh, egp at dynamicweb.com. Um, always happy to talk about technology, marketing. Um, so, yeah, feel free to reach out. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. Yeah, it's a big pleasure. Uh, I love learning. Uh, You share a lot of valuable insights. So, uh, guys, please reach out to Eric, uh, follow him, learn, uh, continue learn from him. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.